Losing Weight to Gain Control. Today's topic, weight loss in your 40s and your 50s. Hello and welcome once again to the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. I'm Coach Gwen, your host. If you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's episode, you may want to listen to it before listening to today's episode. They kind of follow the sequence of what we've been talking about. But before we get to today's topic, I want to thank you for listening. And I also want to thank those of you that have reached out to me to let me know your success stories and even things that are challenging you. And thank you for letting me know how my podcast is helping to motivate you to stay on course or to get started. Wouldn't it be nice if life followed a neat little sequence? I always joke with myself and my friends, if I do A plus B plus C, Sometimes I get why. You could be doing everything right and feel like you're not getting any results. But it's the everyday, daily decisions you make to decide to eat the fruit instead of the candy bar that add up. Eventually, those small decisions you make will add up to big results later that will show up on the scale. Last episode I talked about was weight loss, uh, is weight loss different in your 20s and your 30s? Today we're going to focus on your 40s and 50s. I admit most of what I talked about might be geared more towards women, but if you're a man listening, I think this will still be a benefit to you. For a man to lose weight also, he has to do the, some of the same things that women have to do. Look at what you eat. You need to get as active as possible and start looking at what changes you may need to make in your life. Before I get into the topic, I want to tell you about a person I admire and whose story has encouraged me to continue my journey even while I'm in maintenance. The name of this person is Ernestine Shepard, and she is a bodybuilder. You may say, so what? There's lots of bodybuilders out there, and even bodybuilders that are women. Well, Ernestine's a little different. As of right now, if I read correctly, she is 79 years old, or 79 years young. I said that right, and she is a bodybuilder. She's competed. She's also a personal trainer and a fitness model. I have to admit, she has more definition than I do at my age. It's funny. I told my dad about her, and he said, well, it's easy to stay fit when you've been doing this all your life. Ernestine didn't start lifting weights until she was about 56 years old. And even now, she she still starts her day at 3 a.m. in the morning with a jog. And she says she has a little song that she sings to herself. I'm not going to try and sing it. But it's a little song that she sings about how she's got to keep moving. And now this was something she started at a time in her life when most people are thinking of starting to wind down in retirement. That just shows you it's never too late to start taking care of yourself. Okay, weight loss in your 40s. 
you're getting over the hill, so to speak, right? If you're in your 40s or fast approaching like I am, do you think that it's too late to make changes in your life to lose weight or to, to take better care of yourself? Is it too late to change your eating habits and your physical activities? It's not. Just remember Ernestine I just told you about? This is one of the things I always tell people. You have to change your mindset. When you're ready, you will do what it you have to do to lose the weight. It's not just the food and it's not just the exercise. If there are any men listening, this next section kind of mostly pertains to women. But we'll let you keep listening anyway. You see, some women at this time might start going through what's called perimenopause. Now, perimenopause is a time in a woman's life when she's starting to trans, or when her, uh, woman's ovaries are starting to uh, slow down the production of hormones. It might start in her 30s and go all the way until her 50s. So there may be changes in the way you feel how your body reacts to food you used to not have any problems with, and all of a sudden, it seems like you can't have them? Like I said, it's a time of transition. And during this time, your ovaries gradually reduce the production of estrogen and starts to look for it somewhere else in your body. Your body wants to keep fat in order to try and restore your hormone balance. And you also begin to produce less progesterone, which causes your body to retain water and you get bloated. And when you get closer to menopause, you start losing muscle and gaining fat. Guess where the fat likes to go? Your midsection. But don't despair. This doesn't have to become your reality. I know all of this sounds so grim. It's like, what do I have to look forward to then? Let's keep going. During this time, you want to have a balance of, in your, of the foods that you're choosing to eat. And I said choosing. When having your meals, try to have a protein and some type of complex carbohydrate and a fat at each meal. Now, some type of lean meat could be your protein. Carbs could be like whole wheat breads, a baked potato, or brown rice, or vegetable. A simple carbohydrate could be some type of fruit. You may be saying to yourself, Gwen, aren't candy bars and other things with added sugar considered a simple carbohydrate? Yes, they are. But fruits have vitamins we need for our body. They have fiber and other nutrients. And they have nutritional value as a candy bar is usually what we call empty calories. You eat them and then you won't be satisfied. So I would still choose the fruit. And you also need to pay attention to your portion sizes. The one thing I wish I would have done uh, at the beginning of my weight loss journey this last time was I wish I would have invested in a food scale sooner. I had measuring cups to measure things like my rice and any size I had my vegetables. And I found out I wasn't too accurate and measuring the portion sizes of my pastas in meats. Now, I've mentioned in past episodes, the pastas I have are usually whole wheat pastas, or ones that are made out of vegetable-based uh, products. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but I don't eat very much or hardly anything now with enriched flour in it. And when I started measuring those foods, I tell you, it was eye-opening. 
when I measured my pasta for the first time when I bought this scale, I was probably eating actually two to three servings of it. Now, some people may think this is a bit extreme. I'm not going to like weigh my food. I have learned successful weight maintainers know how much they are eating. They still measure their food even when they're maintaining their weight. Since we are human, there are times when your portion sizes start creeping up on you if you're not careful. So, be sure to watch your portion sizes of your food. And one thing I've always said is if someone is successful as what I'm wanting to do, maybe I might want to take the steps they're doing in order to have their same type of success. Now in your 40s, you may not be as physically active as you were in your 20s, or maybe not even as active as you were in your 30s. Maybe you were never active. Having an exercise routine will not only help burn excess calories, but you can help it will help you manage the stress in your life that you're going through. Not only are you having changes going on in your body, you're probably at this time of life having changes going on on your job. Maybe your kids are leaving the house or maybe they don't need your help as much. So maybe you're going through the empty nest syndrome thing. You know, start to think of your exercise time as your time uh, as an investment in yourself. If you want to do some cardio exercise, try a Zumba class or some other dance-based class. Try a Pilates or yoga class. Why not try strength training? In last week's episode, I mentioned how in your 30s, you begin to lose some of your bone density, but strength training can help to slow that process down. If you have never worked out with weights or tried using your own, own body weight, I really recommend you use videos or find a trainer or someone who knows about workouts to begin with. Most beginner videos will lead you through the proper form and what types of exercises to do to tone certain body parts. A benefit of strength training I've had is I don't look my weight, or at least that's what I've been told by people. I'm at 200 pounds, and most people that meet me can't believe it when I do tell them that, well, because we get in the conversation about my book I wrote about weight loss. They think I'm smaller than what the scale is saying. And I have to admit, I was afraid of having a lot of loose skin when I lost the weight this time. And I really believe the fact that I was working out with weights and toning, um, even in the beginning, helped my skin to not be so loose. So there wasn't as much. So don't be afraid to try different exercises and strength training to see what you will, what you will like. Start to live a little. You know, at this age, don't worry about what, what you look like when you're doing a Zumba class. Just have fun. Now you are ready to hear about your 50s. At this time in a woman's life, your body probably doesn't burn calories like it did when you were younger. Your activity level may be even less now, and your caloric needs are starting to change again. Wouldn't it be nice if everything just stayed the same? If you have been eating a certain way for almost 50 years, it may be hard to change your habits at this time, but it's not impossible. If you have been in the habit of not thinking much about what types of food you are eating, it may be a challenge at the beginning to make those different choices. 
but it's never too late to begin. Remember Ernestine. She was actually almost 60 when she started the changes in her life. One of the things to do in your food choices is start eating whole foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, beans, nuts, and lean proteins. Those are, are leaner meats. Is this all sounding familiar? Try having a baked sweet potato instead of french fries. I always say find a healthier substitute for foods that aren't the best nutritionally for you. Like this weekend, I had my peanut butter and chocolate craving, so I pulled out my recipe for my mug cake that makes one serving that uses powdered peanut butter um, and cocoa to get my peanut butter fix, and that, that is actually more satisfying than some of the other candies that I used to eat. So I found a better substitute. Also, you want to watch your sugar intake. Replace sodas with water that have frozen fruit in it. The fruit will give the water some flavor, and then you can eat the fruit after you finish drinking the water. Instead of milk chocolate, have some fruit or have some dark chocolate. And as far as activity, just get moving. Try bike riding. Start walking if you haven't done it before regularly. Try water aerobics. My local YMCA has several water aerobic classes. Also, don't be afraid of working out with weights even at this stage in your life. Ernestine, remember she did start it later uh, when she started weight training. And even exercising with light weights can help you develop muscle mass. Try to aim for 30 minutes of exercise time five days a week or four, whatever you can be consistent with. Just try different things to see what interests you. I look at it this way. At this stage of your life, don't waste your time doing something you don't like to do. Actually, that's my advice no matter what age you're at. If you have listened to last week's episode and today's, It's pretty much the same basic information. Whether you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, or 50s, or beyond, here's the pretty much the basis of it all. The food you eat, watching your portion sizes, limiting the amount of sugar you eat, reducing soda or caloric calories, and getting some type of physical activity are the things we should do at any of those ages I just said. The only difference on each decade of your life is the changes that start happening in your body. I'm all into preparing as much as possible. Whatever your age is, start making changes one at a time to have a healthier life. Don't try to do everything at once. Don't try to say tomorrow I will begin eating right, exercising, and have my stress and life under control. Better yet, Pick one new habit to begin a month. And at the end of the year, you will have 12 new habits in your life. The goal is to start and start small so that you don't get overwhelmed into not starting at all. Don't get paralyzed by not starting because the conditions aren't right. Can I tell you a little secret? The conditions will never be right to do anything that you set your mind to. So just start.
That's it for today's episode on weight loss in your 40s and 50s. Until next time, Coach Gwen says, no matter what your age, start taking action now to get to the healthier and fitter you. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise programs.